our universe, there are four fundamental forces. Electromagnetism, the strong and weak interactions, and gravity. Every other force that we observe in the universe can be broken down to some combination of these four interactions. Among them, gravity is the weakest, despite it being the farthest reaching. Everyday experience may tell you to reject this. It keeps you on the planet and controls the motions of the heavens. The other forces act on a more subatomic scale. Just ask yourself, if gravity is so strong, why is it that you aren't pulled through the ground? So what happens if we turned gravity off? You're listening to Uncertainty Principle, the podcast. This is an impossible scenario. Gravity is built into the very foundation of physics and the laws of the universe. But let's explore it purely as a thought experiment. So Marvel supervillain Thanos snaps his gauntlet-wielding fingers and poof, no more gravity. What happens next? Within a few minutes, nearly every human being on the planet Earth would die a horrible death, and not just because of the dangers of floating off into space. Being on the ground would hardly save you from suffocating. We know life in zero gravity is possible considering astronauts live in those conditions every day. But astronauts also live in a hermetically sealed habitat. The same dangers that exist for them would exist for us. Spacecraft have to be airtight, lest an astronaut's atmosphere escape into the pressureless vacuum of space. On Earth, the same thing would happen. We do not live in a sealed environment, so without gravity, our entire atmosphere would rush off the surface into interplanetary space. The molecules of Earth's atmosphere are energized, bouncing around very quickly, which is why they exist in a gaseous state. Despite this, air molecules do not reach Earth escape velocity and stay stuck close to the planet's crust. This is why the Moon does not have an atmosphere. With such a small mass and a lower escape velocity, gas can easily fly away. So without gravity, air has nothing keeping it on this planet. If you were unfortunate enough to find yourself stuck outside when gravity left us, you would be in danger of being sucked into space with the Earth's atmosphere, much like an astronaut experiencing explosive decompression, doomed to tumble towards a lonely grave. But indoors, you would not be better off. You would perish in much the same way. With no atmospheric pressure, the fluid in your eyes and mouth would boil off, your flesh would balloon to twice its size, and you would suffocate. <sighs> That's how I want to go. So, pretend you own a working spacesuit, and you just happen to be trying it on for some space convention that you didn't tell your favorite podcaster about. What happens next, assuming you didn't fly off with the atmosphere? Since the Earth is spinning, and you with it, you would start to float slowly upwards. At the equator, the Earth is rotating at about 1,000 miles per hour, or roughly 460 meters per second, 
Which seems fast, but remember that the Earth is pretty big compared to you and only makes one rotation per day. This rotation creates a centrifugal force, but it's so small that it's easily counteracted by the centripetal force of gravity. So without gravity, you would start floating off the ground on a tangent, the direction of your velocity, as the Earth rotates beneath you. But this would happen over the course of hours, since the Earth's centrifugal acceleration is only 0.03 meters per second squared. So just hang on or stay inside and you should be fine. But what happens to the planet as a whole? Without the sun's gravity to tether us in our orbit, the whole planet, along with every other body in the solar system, would fly off tangentially from its orbital radius, eventually exiting the solar system to float through interstellar space. An orphan planet, without a sun. All the oceans would be lifted from the Earth and simultaneously boil in the vacuum of space. The Earth itself would eventually fall apart without gravity to hold it together, and because of the extreme pressure beneath the crust. There would be awesome earthquakes unlike anything ever experienced as this planet's density decreased and the continents cracked, leaving a slowly dispersing cloud of rock and cooling mantle. The moon would also drift away from us, either quickly or slowly, depending where it lies in its orbit when the event happened. The rings of Saturn would float away, and the four gas giants would lose their massive atmospheres, exposing their mysterious cores for the first time. It has been suggested that Jupiter has, at its core, a planet-sized diamond. Imagine that. Like a diamond in the sky, as the song goes. The sun would have perhaps the most spectacular death of all. Stars create fusion because of the incomprehensible pressure their mass puts them under. So, without gravity, the sun and every other star in the universe would explode. We would only see this happen to the sun due to the finite speed of light and the distance to other stars. But it would provide a final fireworks display for the doomed creatures of Earth. Over the next many millions of years, the remains of dead star systems would disperse into intergalactic space as the Milky Way itself dies. In a few billion years, the dust of the Milky Way and the Andromeda Galaxy will meet as they are already on a collision course, but would never collide into a more massive galaxy. They would pass through one another, never to meet again. And with no new stars being born from gravitational collapse, the universe as a whole would grow cold and dark. An early heat death, which will ultimately be our cosmic fate, but not for a very, very long time. What would happen to those cosmic curiosities, black holes, if gravity vanished? Well, for certain, they would no longer be black. They are so named because they have an escape velocity faster than the speed of light. But without that pull of gravity, the sphere of darkness would disappear, no longer trapping photons that were unfortunate enough to travel too close. But what about the singularity at the center? Because we have no way to observe the inside of a black hole, it's impossible to say. Maybe the singularity would explode with a brilliance putting the brightest supernova to shame. 
Or maybe once matter joins a singularity, it's stuck that way and the late Stephen Hawking would get his wish of a naked singularity. We really don't know. But like I said, everything we've just talked about is purely hypothetical. Just considerations of an impossible scenario. The laws of physics don't just change. No matter where we look in space and in time, the rules are the same. In fact, all of science relies explicitly on this principle. Without some level of predictability, not only can we not study the universe, but we can't live our lives. Without a universe of rules and laws, we wouldn't be here at all. Our very existence relies on the foundation of continuity. So, gravity will never leave us, and if it did, it's likely it would take the other fundamental forces with it. Most physicists believe all the fundamental forces are part of a single overarching force governing the universe, and since the beginning of the 20th century have been trying to unify quantum mechanics and relativity with an all-encompassing theory of everything. That is actually what I had originally hoped to name this podcast before I learned of an already existing show called Theory of Everything. Some theoretical physicists believe string theory can provide the answers, but at the moment we don't have the technology to test it experimentally. Maybe we're wrong and there is no theory of everything. Maybe there is, but finding it is just a pipe dream of physicists and we will never know. Time will tell. But even a unified field theory may not explain to us why the laws of physics are what they are, or why the constants of nature have the values that they do. Let's be honest with ourselves. The numerical values that we assign to physical constants are partially arbitrary. We measure them in units that make sense to our monkey brains. The gravitational constant, capital G, for example, is measured in units of meters cubed per kilogram per second squared. Those units are things by which we have arbitrarily decided to measure the universe. But they represent something real. If I were you, I would avoid trying to understand what those units really mean. I gave up a long time ago. The gravitational constant simply allows us to quantify the strength of gravity throughout the cosmos and do math with it. But that value will not change unless we redefine the units, because it is real. It turns out that if gravity had been just a little bit different in the seconds following the Big Bang, then we would not be here. If gravity were stronger by the tiniest piece, then the universe would have quickly collapsed in on itself in a big crunch, long before life could have formed. And if it were just a little bit weaker, then the expansion of space-time would have been too fast to allow matter to clump together into the first generation of stars, and the universe would be dark, vacuous, completely devoid of life. What does it mean for a universe to exist if no one was there to experience it? The value of gravity is so specific that it is often described as fine-tuned. Many philosophers and theologians have suggested this fine-tuning as evidence of divine intervention. But for all we know, it may be impossible for physical constants to be anything other than what they are. Regardless, it's a discussion for another time. 
So gravity is what it is, but even so, some things about the formation of our universe do not make sense. Eerily enough, if matter and energy were spread out evenly after the Big Bang, then everything would have pulled evenly on one another in every direction. No atoms would be able to clump together, no stars would ignite, and no life would sit in the sun. The universe would be static and empty. We don't know why the distribution of matter was uneven in the primordial universe, but we should thank our lucky stars that it was. We live in a strange reality that only seems to offer more questions than answers, an endless supply of mystery and curiosity. How peculiar that everything that we know can come from a small set of rules, rules that exist the same under our sun as well as any other. When we learn to love the asking of questions, it seems preferable that we never seem to run out of them. I'm Daniel James Barker. Keep exploring. If you liked this episode, you should consider supporting the podcast by becoming a patron of the show on patreon.com slash uncertaintyprinciple or by giving a one-time donation through PayPal. There's links for both in the description. And if you listen to the show on iTunes, be sure to review the show because it helps the show reach more people. Thanks for listening.